Hi, everybody. This is episode 66 of the Q&A podcast. My name is Anthony. Sitting right next to me, as always, is my pal, DeQuincy. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. So our last episode, episode 65 of the Q&A podcast, we got through, what, four-fifths of the Western Division in uh, Major League Baseball? I think you two use our fractions. Yeah. Um, we saved the best for last. We decided to stop that episode. So we can have a full episode devoted towards our hometown team, uh, the Houston Astros. Otherwise, that episode would have gone two hours. So you're welcome, people. Yeah. And I'm thankful as well because I was crashing out. Yeah, you're, you're crashing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're going to pick up right where we left off with this with this division uh, and, and focus, you know, really on, on our hometown team. All right. So... Let's just start. Let's go into it again. You stop me whenever you hear something you want to talk about. So last year the Astros went seventy and ninety-two, uh, nineteen game improvement over two thousand thirteen. Let's go over some of their transactions from. Okay, the first off, I gotta say, I worked yes. for the Houston Astros for eight years. Yes. The year I started, the year some of our other friends started working there, mm-hmm. two thousand six. Yep. Year after they made the World Series. Same here. The year I started, they missed the playoffs, and it all started going downhill from there. Yeah. The year that I don't work there, I last year I quit going into the 2014 season. They improved by 19 games, so I'd like to take a little bit of credit, at least 19 games worth of credit. That you were the curse, you were the anchor around the Astros' neck, dragging them down into the winning 50 games a year. You want to take credit for that? The numbers don't lie, my friend. The numbers don't lie. I wouldn't. Well, you're a braver man than me taking credit for failure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's start uh, off-season moves. Uh, first one right here. Traded for Hank Conger from the Los Angeles Angels. Traded away pitcher Nick Trupino and catcher Carlos Perez. Uh, two big signs for the bullpen. Signed Luke Gregerson to a three-year $18.5 million contract. And lefty Pack Nishek to a two-year, $12.5 million contract. So, out of all the moves that we made this offseason, uh, some that you'll continue with in a few minutes, a few moments, um, I think my favorite moves have been the bullpen moves. Yes, because no team the last two years has had a worse bullpen ERA than the Astros. Right, and... It's not like we signed a, a Jesse Crane who was injured when we signed him and was in his mid thirties already. Um, Gregerson, Nishek, they're late twenties, early thirties. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come from playoff teams: yeah. Cardinals and the Athletics. Nishek, Cardinals, Gregerson, Athletics, and they, you know, they have experience pitching in big games. And as far as we know, they're healthy, yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, the biggest that you guys for at this, at this point compared to last year's bullpen signings. Nishik is 34, Gregerson is only 30, but, you know, a 34-year-old left-hand relief pitcher isn't 34. He's more closer to 30. Yeah. Because of the lack of, of UC gates. He's mostly, a, um, I want to say, um, a one-out Lefty pitcher, you know, he comes in to get the big lefty batter out, right. and then heads back into the bullpen. So that's that'll be mainly his focus to come in in the seventh, eighth inning to shut down you know, 
um, like Big Poppy or someone like that. Sure. Send him back to the back to the dugout, and then let Gregerson or Qualls come in. Right. So I, I, I definitely like these moves. I mean, I, I just like the fact that we've improved the bullpen, especially with all the, the fits that, that the bullpen has given us, like you said, over the past couple of years with, mm-hmm. you know, these uh, mounting blown saves, mounting number of blown saves. Mm-hmm. Um, and came out a couple of days ago, Gregerson's going to be the closer and Qualls will be the eighth inning guy. Uh, this will really be Gregerson's first uh, attempt at being the closer. In his career, he has... How many saves does he has? Does he have? In his career, he has 19 saves. So this will really be his first opportunity to go out there and be the shutdown guy. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe continue. Sure. Uh, next move, they sign back Jed Lowry, three years, 23 million dollar contract. Also has a option for a fourth year. Can't remember how much that is. Probably about eight million dollars. No comment about that one. That's a good signing. I mean, he. <sighs> The biggest thing that, you know, has always hovered around Lowry is just his ability to stay healthy. Uh-huh. And he, it wasn't even the All-Star break two seasons ago, when he, or three seasons ago when he was with the Astros, that he, what, had 16 home runs? It was, I mean, it was, or it was very close to the All-Star break, if not just after. Yes. Um, he, had, he, he finished the year, 2012, with 16 home runs. It looked like he was making a run at... The breaking the record for the most home run by an Astros shortstop, which I believe is only 19. Right. And he was getting there, and then, like clockwork, he got hurt. Yeah. Only so, played 97 games that year. So then when he when he got hurt, I think he, then he was only barely at 14, mm-hmm. which 14 home runs for a shortstop, and, you know, and then eventually 16 home runs in, what, less than 100 games for a shortstop? Yes. That's... I mean that's scary to think what he what could have been you know had he stayed healthy. Uh, so I like the idea of bringing him back, giving it another shot. And what do you think uh, Lowry's uh, high in Kane's plate is? Oh gosh, it's gotta be less than one hundred and fifty. Oh, you'd be you would be wrong. He ninety seven in two thousand twelve with the Astros. The very next year with the Oakland Athletics, played one hundred and fifty four games. Wow. Didn't see that coming. Uh-huh. And then last year he played 136. Okay. So he's been relatively healthy the last two years. Let's hope we can keep it going. Um, and look, you know, it's only a three-year contract. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that big of a commitment. Eventually, when Correa does move up and starts it short, they can shift him, over, shift Lowry over to third if they need to. Third or second, he can, yeah. Well, so, not second, but third or DH, he can get right. So, you know, I think it's a good signing, mm-hmm. uh, especially if he continues to, or if he's, if he brings that pop in his bat that, uh, you know, he's shown over the years. Okay. Continue on with the moves this offseason. Sign Chris Carter to a one-year $4.1 million deal, sell uh, an arbitration case. Uh, one of the biggest moves in the offseason, traded for Evan Gaddis from Atlanta Braves, traded away Mike Fulton-Nevitz. Andrew Thurman and Rio Ruiz. Yeah, I've had my reservations about this deal since the get-go. And why is that? Um, I guess, you know, it's just hard to see a guy who could throw 100 miles an hour, whether he's going to be a reliever or a starter. I mean, you know, you don't – 100-mile-an-hour guys are are pretty rare. That's true. Um, 
And he's a lot younger than Gaddis. Mm-hmm. Gaddis has had recently had problems with his back. Um, and while the power is certainly there, I mean, back injuries are nothing to to you know just casually glance over. Uh, I think those linger uh, just about probably just as long as hamstring injuries do. For a power hitter, the two worst injuries to get are back and wrist injuries. Yeah, because they both of them just sap your power. Um, I particularly like the deal because even though Fulton Evans could, you know, boost it up to 100, 101, he didn't have any secondary stuff. I mean, if you know all that's coming, it's a fastball, and you can lay off his curve, slider, change up, you, those three pitchers are never going to make it to the strike zone. If he's a one-pitch pitcher, he's not very effective. And personally, I, I I always if it comes between a hitter and a pitcher, I always lean towards the hitter because you know they play more games and also uh, less chance of injury or major injury that'll sit and make them go out for the entire year. So I like the deal. I think in this lineup, especially in this ballpark, Gaddis could hit somewhere between twenty eight to thirty five home runs because he he is a dead pool hitter and he'll. All he has to do is hit three fifteen over to the Crawford boxes. Right, he can That's, definitely do that again. But as long as he stays healthy, yeah, true. Although I think he will, because it doesn't seem like he'll be playing a lot of left field. At least in the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. came out yesterday. The Astros sent down John Singleton, so he'll be in Triple A Fresno. Carter will be playing first, and Gas will be playing DH. So you won't have that big lumbering body out there trying to run down. Um, <laughs> so that's the best slide. position he could possibly possibly be in right now. Yeah, his best his best defensive position is in the box. <laughs> yeah. So with him at DH, that means uh, Kobe Rasmus, who they signed for a one year, eight million dollar deal, will be playing in left field, and Mariznik will be playing center. Mm-hmm. At least that would be the best defensive option. Not sure that's what they're going with so far. Continue about that. Uh, trade away Dexter Fowler, center fielder. Trade him to Chicago for Dan Straley and Luis Valena. I've liked this trade very much. Uh, you get a guy like Valena who can hold down third until Moran is ready, or and they will be holding down third because they also sent down Matt Dominguez right. yesterday as well. Uh, you know, until Moran is ready, uh, or until they're you know they want to put Lowry there. Yeah. Um, Fowler was you know just caught a very 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 crowded outfield, um, and he's probably the oldest of the, the bunch. So before they signed Erasmus, yes, right. So and then you get a, a young guy like Straley who. For a while, for a while it, was, it was always shown big strikeout potential. Just, you know, hasn't put it together completely, but um, still an interesting option, uh, you know, for, for a rotation spot. I agree. He also got sent down in the to the minors at the AAA as well. He really didn't get a – he really didn't have a great spring training. Mm-hmm. So it's no surprise to sit him down. Uh, don't be surprised if he comes up in the middle of the year and it pulls out a um, a McHugh. Like he just mm-hmm. comes up and he's, I won't say dominant, but a, you know, a top 25 pitcher. So a, a big surprise. Yeah. Pitcher. Yeah. Agreed. 
Um, continue on with moves. See if there's anything else. They signed Roberto Hernandez, one year, $2.6 million deal. Apparently, he just won a spot in the rotation as well. Yep. Um, going on. Do, 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 do. I didn't know a lot of, there were no other big moves, a lot of one-year deals for um, arbitration. Um, Alex White, Matt Dominguez, Keiko, Gaddis, um, Josh Fields, Springer, McHugh, Brad Peacock, Brett Oberholzer, um, Grossman, LJ Hose, and um, Ashner Wojciechowski. Ooh, did I say that right? Or is it close enough? Close enough. All right. Um, who also... One spot in the rotation mm-hmm. start the season, which is good. I mean, he he was uh, by um, far their best pitcher in spring. Yeah, and he was one of the main pieces in the uh, it was the big what ten player trade with the Blue Jays a couple of years ago. Yes, where they sent Jay Happ and oh man, I forgot who else to Toronto. That feels so long. It's so long. Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember who they sent for. But it looks like you know. Hopefully, it's starting to pay you know dividends. Yeah. So and right now he's going to start the third game against the Indians on the ninth. <laughs> Yay. Um. So we went through all their additions. Um, as far as subtraction, we went through those two just a minor trade deals. So give me your burning questions for this team. Is Jose Altuve going to be the only player on this, or only hitter on this, on this lineup that's going to hit over two seventy? Well, if we go to Fangraphs, look at their projections. Yes, wow. looks like the only person, only other person that comes close is Jed Lowry with a two fifty seven bad average. That's um, I don't, we talk about how you know these days a two fifty five two sixty average is you know it's actually passable and it's not you know it's not a uh, <laughs> terribly horrible like it was twenty years ago right but I mean compound that by what eight other guys in your lineup that that doesn't seem uh, too exciting. Yeah, but a lot of these guys in the lineup are feast or famine guys. Mm-hmm. They're going to strike out a lot and, and hit home, a lot of home runs. Right. Springer will do that. Carter will definitely do that. Same thing with Gaddis. Singleton when he comes up. Um, Domingo Santana, we already saw his strikeout potential. Oh, yeah. Um, Cody Rasmus as well. There's going to be a bunch of guys who are going to hit around two, I want to say 240 to 260, but if they knock in 25 to 35 home runs. You know, you'll take the trade out. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just interesting to see that, you know, hard to predict him being going on. I mean, this it's hard to predict with this team because they might have just this rash of strikeouts for a two-week straight and go something like uh, one pick a record, like six and a, let's go something like six and eight, mm-hmm. five, five and nine, something like that, and then – a week later, they'll just be smashing home runs left and right and go like on a 10 game winning streak. Yeah. More questions? Uh, I know that you have more than just one question for this team. Let's see. Do you think. Um, you think this rotation is going to stay intact for most of the year? 
unless there's some kind of as long as they they progress away, it looks like they're going to be a 500 team. I can see this rotation staying basically the same way it is. You might get um, a couple of stars from Brad Peacock and Red Overhurt, so two pitchers that are starting the year on DH. Maybe uh, Alex White comes up. I think Dan Shreddy will come up and pitch as well. Unless they, they are really terrible and they have to just, you know, sell off pitchers or they're really good and they have to use some guys in the minor leagues to to add a pitcher. Right. I don't see this rotation change that much. I think the 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 first three guys, Keiko, McHugh, and Feldman, they'll be starting all three of those guys will get about thirty to thirty two starts. They're locked in for Yeah. For this whole year. Mm-hmm. Yes sir. What do you say? What anything you've got? Uh, I had a question. I, I it's just lost. It. Just lost it. You have no more. All right, I have a question for you. I think we did this before in another mm-hmm. podcast, but it just came out today. Um, you all right? Yeah. Ryan McTaggart tweeted that the Astros will look to add a pitcher next year. Sorry, picture. So, if we go through the free agency for next year, who would you like them to try to go? Uh, well, obviously, David Price would be that kind of guy. We'll go by age, and we'll go to starting pitching. Sorry. I mean, if he's the best available pitcher out there, sure, David Price. And we've kind of had our discussions about Price and where he kind of. Mm-hmm. Now, going into next year, Price will be thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like Jordan Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's done pretty well for himself with with uh, the Nationals. Yeah, he's had Tommy on Tommy John surgery four or five years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's definitely pitched well enough to be an ace. You like that's the kind of guy you you would like to see on the of rotation and have Keiko and McHugh behind him. Um, but realistically, in terms of. Uh, if you want to add someone who can be who's going to be affordable and who has the ability to you know to be a decent pitcher, I'm looking at a white and chin. It'll be thirty. Man, I just don't Baltimore. He won 16 games last year. Um, he's pretty much pretty much won double digits every year he's been here. And he's pitched in big game situations. I mean, he's pitched for a division division winning team. He'll be thirty going into the next all season. If you're gonna go that, that route, I I'd rather throw the money at Rick Porcello. He'll only be twenty seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll still be almost at his peak. That's a guy that you can build a uh, build around, and maybe he becomes a number one or a number two. But as we said before, when we were talking about the uh, Tigers and the Red Sox. He's a guy who's only improved year after year after year. True, true. So, you know, you have him your number one, number two. I think he can uh, really be an ace. Yeah. All right, moving on. So, you want to go to the categories? Any other questions? Sure. Who's your bounce back player? Oh boy, bounce back? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd like to say 
Jason Castro. Oh, that's the obvious choice, I think. I mean, he... He was on the verge of a break. I mean, he, he broke out two years, years ago, ago, and then he just, man, took a huge step back offensively last season. And, uh, you know, he should be he should be just entering his prime, so I think he's still... Um, I think you can take that into account of his redu- you know his regression last year, uh, but I think this is this is the prime year for him to to you know really make a mark on this club. I don't see what really killed him last year. It was basically his power, um, um, isolated power, and 2013 was 209, and then 2014 dropped down to 144. He just wasn't getting the the home runs went down from 18 to 14, but it was also the doubles went down. Um, just the slugging percentage just went down. If I look through right here, uh, trying to look through batted balls. Let's see. There it is. He hit, um, just had an increase of round balls from 2013. 39.5% of his hit, his, uh, Contact was ground balls, and then last year was forty four point eight percent. And for a guy who has no speed, he needs to be hitting line drives. That's what really killed him last year. Um, I'm going with Cody Rasmus. Okay, new addition last year two twenty five with eighteen home runs. Um, I believe he is a right handed hitter as well. Oh, he's a lefty. Hmm, that kind of hurts, but I thought he was a right-handed, so he pulled a couple into, right. yeah, into the Crawford boxes. Um, I still think... But even right field isn't... I mean, it's not that... As If you're hitting that mini-make part, as long as you don't hit it to center, you're yeah. okay. I mean, you need to pull the ball. You know, uh, you know. ideally, if you're hitting, you, you want to go for that Crawford box, but you know, right field, um, it's not too bad either, right? So it's a short... It's a 27, I believe. Right, and it's a it's a short fence, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's nothing. It's not cavernous like yeah. like center field is. Yeah, don't hit the ball to center, kid. You, you're just gonna be walking back to that dugout. So I have Rasmus. Hopefully, he he'll understand how to listen to the hitting staff. That's always been a main concern of him, even when he was back with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Tony Russo would try to get him the. Be with their coaching staff and you know hit a certain way, and all he would do is just listen to his father, which is great that you, you and your dad, you know, you got there to the majors, but you need a little bit more than that. Take a little with less professional yeah, from here. That's why they're there. That's what they get paid all that money for. Who is your regression candidate? Altuve. <laughs> like like I said, we talked about this earlier, you know, off the air, but. Um, you know, like you said, this is a, that was a historic season he had last year. Mm-hmm. Won the bad title with a three forty one average, seven home runs, more than I expected from yeah of uh, the man my mother calls mighty midget, <laughs> uh, and fifty six stolen bases. That came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as much as I want him to attempt to duplicate that season mm-hmm. last season, I mean, realistically, it's. He's going to fall short, um, but I think his regression won't be severe. But you over know, it, it doesn't 
It really doesn't get any better than what he did last year. Over under 318 for his bad average next year. I'll say over. I think he can get about 320. Okay. Uh, I'd probably go under, but just barely. Maybe 310. Um, I think the throwing bases are definitely going coming down. Yeah. I think he's he'll steal about 40. Man, good work for you. Um, for my regression candidate, I'm going with candidates, cat candidates, and I'm picking Dallas Keuchel and Colin McHugh. Okay, I get that too. Um, I think both of them will still be uh, decent pitchers last year, but I don't see their ERAs being below three. It's going to be somewhere. If I had to guess for Keuchel, I'd say three twenty, mm-hmm. and for McHugh, I would say three three fifty. They're still going to be good pitchers. I mean, if you have your fantasy team, you'll still throw them out there on a daily basis. Right. But you're not. Don't please don't ex- accept the um, expect the results you got last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one is breakout candidate. Oh boy, breakout candidate. Well, there's it, this team. Um, has a as a, a strong mix of guys who may have already broken out mm-hmm. in years past, so it's kind of hard to, to tell. And then you've got guys like Marisnik who is more of a defensive specialist. Yes. Breakout candidate, gosh. I guess the There are three choices that I have right now, and I wanna see if you agree with me. I guess I'll go with the uh, Asher Wojnarowski. Mm-hmm. He was not on my list. Look at you know he's a starter right now. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he'll, he'll continue that run. He's gonna get the. He'll be the the first to get a, a big you know shot at, at uh, breaking out if he's you know pitching what the third game of the year, mm-hmm. third or fourth game. He was a first round pick. Did you know that? Yeah. I did not. Learn something new every day. The more you know, kids, the more you know. So I was thinking there are three players I am hung up on. Uh, Luis Valavena, Buena, I cannot speak tonight, Uh, Dan Stringley, or Brett Oberholzer. Okay. Um, I'm thinking I went Oberholzer. Um, I'm just going with the guy I think that can break out. Um, I really enjoy the pitching staff, especially with uh, what's the pitch, the pitch coach name? Strong. Yes. Yes. Bart Brett. Brett Strong. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, how he really helped Keiko and McHugh break out last year. Mm-hmm. Feldman was solid. So I think Oberhurt is the next guy to take that step. Next in line. Yep. That's what I'm rolling with, and. What's the next category? Kyle Toss. Altuve. I mean, he's, he sets the tone at the plate um, at second base as well. And gosh, I mean, if it's if I'm not the Tal Toss, then I think it's got to be Altuve. You know, especially after a 19 game improvement. You're just holding on to that. You're gonna be working. You're gonna be walking. In to, you're gonna come to the game and be like, "Nasty game improvement. That's all me, baby. All me." 
just so you know, if you come through South Oak Lake, I'm gonna tell Ron to not let you in because we'll lose if you show up. Bring it on in. Right? No, no, you can't. He's like, yeah, I'm coming in. Like, no, we did so great without you. Now you have to stay home. You can't. You can't see any games. We have group sports now, so you can actually watch the games here. So security. Yeah. So don't security. Take this man. He will make us lose. And then uh, platinum security will just come. Pick you up and take you to the jail underneath the stadium. <laughs> uh, so you picked Altuve. I am going with Keiko. I mean, he had a breakout season last year, which is consistent for 200 innings. I think this year he'll surpass, he'll get about 215 innings, something like that. Um, of, of Not great, but good um, pitching. Right. And. Man, if they lose him and then McHugh has to be the number one and Feldman is the number two, I can see you just breaking apart. Okay. Uh, over under. Doo, doo, doo. Houston Astros over under this year is 75 and a half wins. Let's say over. What do you predict the record's going to be? I think they. Whew, I think they, they can win. I think they can win 84 games. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That bullpen is greatly improved. The offense looks like it's going to be stronger. Yes. And. <laughs> like I said, feast or famine. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, I, was, I said over two, and I was going to get them barely to 500. Like, I was giving them 80, 81 wins, but you like almost have them chasing a wild card. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right. Man, you're really. You're Mr. Positive, Mr. Sunshine over here. Um, anything else? I mean, we are we're 30 minutes in. We can make our bold predictions. Oh, bold prediction. Oh, I completely forgot about that one. Hmm. I say they win a wild card spot. Hmm. I say they beat out Oakland. I say they beat out Oakland <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but I think I think it might come down to Los Angeles and the Astros. Oh, you're going high. Okay, bold prediction. My bold prediction is uh, what's his name? Center fielder. Zoniel. Marisnik? Marisnik wins the gold glove. Ooh, nice. I like that. Altuve wins the silver slugger. Uh-huh. And also give the silver slugger to Chris Carter. Okay. That's fine, bro. Yeah. I like it. I, I mean, I'm excited about this team. They, they may fall short for all we know. All these predictions may all fall short. But you have to like the direction they're going in. Uh, not onto me. Uh, Appel, Correa, Moran. These guys are on their way up. Appel will probably be up this year. Correa next. and Correa and Moran next year. Uh, and they'll really be set. And they'll be in a good position to really take off. To really take off from there, because again, it's it's a good mix of 
of ex- young, experienced guys, guys who aren't too old. Yeah, it's a nice mix of guys who are just reaching their prime and guys who are in it, like uh, Gaddis and Carter. Man. Yeah. Should I wait? Gas and Carter will combine for sixty-five home runs. Over oh, that would not have been bold. Uh, if Gas can stay healthy, yeah. Because Carter's going to get his. Carter can very well get forty home runs this year. Okay. Um, since we still have time, why don't we make our um? I almost said bets, but our end of season predictions. Okay. All right. So we're only thirty minutes in. Sure. So give me your winners for. National and American League Rookie of the Year. Oh, boy. Um, National League. Gosh, that's a good question. I've got to think who's, who's going to qualify. Um, See, National League for me is Chris Bryant, without that one. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going with. Chris Bryant, you say? Uh, yes, I do say. You know what? I'll go Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson. Let's be different. And he's on my fantasy team. Is he, that the one in... Um, well, he's a center fielder for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Is he still a rookie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, give me who you got in the American League. American League? Gosh, we're looking at probably... I like. I know guys got called up last year, mm-hmm. and I can't remember if they got enough time to qualify um, to lose a rookie status. I mean, right? Uh, you know, I'll say Daniel Norris from the Toronto Blue Jays. Ooh, he was the guy I was looking at. He's got electric stuff, and he made the rotation to start the year. Yeah, man, the guy I'm looking at, I forgot he lost his status last year. Norris is your pick. I miss, I really don't know too many guys out in the um, in the American League. Let me keep looking. Uh, I'll go with uh, Marcus uh, Simeon, shortstop for the Oakland Athletics. Really? Yeah. I'm trying to think, and I can't think of any. Did he? I thought he played enough last year, though. I will check. I don't think so, but you might be right. This one, he hit double-digit home runs last year. Um, he hit... Played in 21 games, only had... Oh, oh he did. I'm sorry, I'm looking at 2013. You're right, he played like over two... He had over 200 play appearances, so I can't pick him. Ah, man, I am running out of people. Uh, Where's the guy I want? I know who I'm going to pick. I just can't remember his name. I'm going to... He is on the Toronto Blue Jays as well. This is so riveting radio while I'm waiting for my computer to load. Um, is it Dalton Pompey? That's it. That's what I'm picking. Okay. He's already won the starting job. Um, and I, I mean, their choices are, are limited, so I think. He'll be the open day roster. I think he's on the open day roster. I think he'll have the job and he'll just run with it. He's here to stay. Yeah. All right. Next one up is Cy Young Awards National League. Well, it's hard to go against Kershaw in the, in the National League. It is, but I'm going Matt Harvey. 
Wow, okay. I believe I picked them in my bold prediction to win. If you didn't, that, that could go right up there as a bold prediction. He has looked ridiculous in spring training. Yeah. Those video game numbers, so I'm picking him. I think you can't go wrong with Johnny Cueto. Yes. I mean, he's been getting better and better every year. The only thing I worry about is Cueto is he going to get the wins. Because um, I don't like that what the team around him. I think he will. I mean, it's pretty much the same roster that he had last year. Mm-hmm. Same lineup, the same outfield. Um, and he was still able to win 20 games. Okay. So I think I think he can get there. All right. Let's look at the uh, American League. Oh, boy. American League? Um, I'm going with Chris Sale. Yeah, I was thinking about Sale as well. I'm trying to pick guys that are not the same guys we pick year after year. Right, but it's hard to say. It's hard not to say Felix Hernandez or David Price. Yeah, but Hernandez, you know, is going to you know be in a pretty good lineup. Mm-hmm. He's going to get, I think, more run support than he has in the past you know, three years, and. You know, he's still dominant enough to to get plenty of strikeouts. And now if you listen to me. <laughs> and pick up and pick up enough wins. Alright. Okay. So the big the big award, who is your National League MVP? National League MVP. This is a tough one because it's not as clear cut these days. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no Barry Bonds. There's no Bagwells or you know anything like that. I'm really looking at teams that have the best chance, or who I feel have the best chance to make the playoffs because they'll get a little boost because both voters will say, "Hey, well, he his team made the playoffs. He he must be the best player." So uh, then, actually, I am taking Giancarlo Stanton. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I like it. I mean, he was well, well on his way last year until mm-hmm. he got hurt. Took a pitch to the face, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Buster Posey. Mm. I think he's, for as long as he's a productive player, he's. I think he's going to be a contender year in and year out. Mm-hmm. Now he's, he's slowly adjusting away from catching and he's starting to, you know, starting to focus on playing first base. And I think, you know, more and more as you take him away from, you know, the catcher's spot, he'll be able to improve, continue to improve as a hitter. And more importantly, stay on the field. Right, stay on the field and show his versatility by, you know, even even if it is just first base, but by uh, being a successful first baseman. Okay. All right, so who do you have in the American League? He's don't get he's don't get easier. Mm-hmm. Should put in the stipulation. You can't pick the same guy who won last year. Because my first thought is Mike Trout. Of course. So I'm trying not to be the same. Um, how do you feel about Jose Bautista? Um, I'm not too hip on him. <laughs> I'm not too hip on him. Yeah, I think he's 
He's going to start cool, that. Daddy-o, cool. Not too hip. Yeah, daddy-o. I think his decline is going to begin slowly this year. And I don't, I don't know if it's going to, um, you know, if that's going to you know, be enough. Okay. Um, let's see. Anybody else I can think of that is not Mike Trout? Come on. You name a name. I think I'll go. I think I'll go Jose Abreu. He's got the power numbers mm-hmm. to, to get it done. Mm-hmm. He's on a better team, a contending team that could very well contend for a playoff spot. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I couldn't hate Abreu. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't go Mookie Betts. My crush on him is not <laughs> too far. Um, you know what? I'm going to go with Robinson Cano. Nice. You know, if the Mariners finally, you know, they make the playoffs and they have a great season, like people are really uh, people in us leader that team and I like it. He'll definitely he'll have the counting stat to the end of the year where he will bring him up and he won't be dismissive. Yeah. I think he can win it. If he gets to two ninety with twenty home runs and you know his usual excellent defense and they win like 95, 96 games, he'll be the MVP. Interesting. Alright. So last thing, let's pick our winners. There's all the teams right here, so you can see who do you have in the National League. Looking at the All right, National who's, League. Who's your eight? Who's your East champion? National League East Nationals. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Nationals. Who is your Central? Central. I'm gonna go Pirates. Ah, you stole it from me. Yeah, I'm going Pirates as well. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna change the Cardinals. I don't want it to be the same. Uh, NL West. Oh, uh, just to be different, I'll I'll give it to you. I'll let you have it. But I will go with Padres. Really? Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm going with the Dodgers. Go okay. with all the money. <laughs> Who are your two wild card teams? Wild card. Uh, gosh, I think it's going to come down to for me since I picked the uh, the Padres. It's going to come down to the Dodgers. Yeah. And I'm going to say the Marlins. Okay. Um, I'm going with the Marlins and the, Pi- and the Pirates. Okay. Uh, going to the American League. We got these. Baltimore. I got the Sox. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Central. Ooh, boy. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the White Sox. Hmm. Bold choice. So I'm being bold with you. I'm going with the Indians. Nice. I was considering. Yeah. Uh, and and the AOS. Mariners on three. One, two, three. Mariners. <laughs> and your wild card. Um. Gosh. 
You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say the Astros. That was my bold prediction. And the Red Sox. You are out on that limb. <laughs> um, for mine, I'm going to pick the Angels and the White Sox. Okay. So neither one's having Detroit. So who you have in the World Series? Series time. Man. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Ooh. I think they're I think their time is now. I really I think we talk about some of these outfields in baseball. I think this has potential to be the best outfield in baseball. Uh, Polanco, Marte, and McCutcheon. Speed and power all around mm-hmm. in that outfield. Um, and I think the American League representative mm-hmm. is going to be... Gosh. I think it's... If you pick the Astros, I'm going to take no. the table and smash it. I know it. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the... No, you know, actually, no, I can't. I'm not going to go there. I'm going to say the Orioles. I think Baltimore has a pretty strong chance. Hmm. For me, in the National League, I'm picking the Nationals. You talk about how the Pirates have one of the best outfields mm-hmm. in the game right now. The Nationals have the best rotation in the game right now. Yeah. It's not our group. That goes when Tyler... <laughs> When, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who's a fifth starter now in the bullpen, Tanner, Tanner Roark. Yeah, Tanner Roark had a 2.84 ERA last year as a fifth starter. He's now in the bullpen. And 115 games. Yeah, and 150 games. You know you, <laughs> you're loaded. <laughs> so I'm picking them to represent the National League. And the in the American League, I will pick... I'll pick another team with good pitching. I, I'll pick the Mariners. Okay. And who's your champ? Ooh. I think we're looking at Pittsburgh this year. Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think that's your... Pittsburgh taking out Oakland. I mean, the Orioles. Yeah. Baltimore. Um, I'm going with the Nationals. I say Nationals in six. You really can't go wrong picking that team all the way. I mean, man, I thought about the Pirates, you know... Winning the central until you pick them, but the only thing I worry about is their pitching. Yeah, yeah. Only thing that's out of me, and you, we saw it last year with Madison Bumgarner pitching wins in the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm picking two of the teams that have the best pitching, and the National and the Mariners. I picked the Nationals to win it all. Okay. Bryce Harper doesn't isn't <laughs> isn't better than Mike Trout on the field, but he'll get a ring. That's why I'm picking. You good, my man? Anything else you want to do? No, I think that's it. I'm ex- look. I'm excited. Yeah, for baseball in general. I'm more excited about the Astros. I, you know, you know every every the start of every season, you have to be opt- optimistic for your home team, and this season is uh, no exception. So, especially since it looks like they're they're getting better, it's 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 a fun time to be a fan again. The Houston Astros. I mean, you picked them too. Take a huge step. Wow. Yeah. Now you gotta be bold sometimes, my man. Gotta be bold. 
You're a bold. Fortune favors the bold. I hope it favors you this season. Check on it. Best of luck with your predictions and our fantasy uh, fantasy life. We, you know, I am the two-time defending fantasy baseball champion. So you know what they say on the streets: you come at the king, you best not miss. <laughs> I'm coming at you, man. I'm coming at you. All right, say goodbye to the people. Thank you as always for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the season as much as we do. Um, go watch an Astros game, Minute Maid Park this season. Go watch uh, whatever your hometown team is. Go check them out. Yes. Go check them out. Baseball's back. We're so excited. And there's plenty of season to go around for everybody. Oh, some would say too much season, but we'll <laughs> talk about that another time. Discussion for another day. Give out your Twitter handle, my friend. We're on Twitter at ant underscore Garcia288. Follow me at DQ327 and follow the main site at 288 underscore. Also, download us on iTunes. Check us out. Yeah. And spread the word, people. We love you. All right. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies.